Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to another episode of For Your Amusement, where we discuss theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. So, I'm going to introduce my friends, Nick and Nolan. Guys, welcome. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome and back. we just want to stop and we got to acknowledge a very special birthday. No, I'm fucking joking. We don't have any birthdays <laughs> yet. Yeah. Um, so... Some interesting news came out today that no one put in our group chat that I have two different reactions to. So I'm going to give the floor to you guys first. But Disney has announced that in Palm Springs, California, they're going to build multiple, I don't know if you want to call them neighborhoods or a living community, a wannabe Epcot um, out there. Initial thoughts on... The article. Nolan, Kyle? Nolan, you can go first. Um, I think it's just kind of crazy that they even have this. I mean, we have no idea what's going <laughs> to come from it, you know, but I mean, it, it's kind of so outlandish that I like it in a way, you know, because um, then again, it could be totally horrible and this could be a total flop, but I mean, it's definitely forward thinking, you know, and I mean, Walt was one to, especially with Epcot for future stuff, you know, and this is kind of up that alley. So um, I'm kind of intrigued to see kind of how this plays out. But I also see the extremely uh, uh, negatives that come with it. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I get Nick, I know that you're going to hate it and I get where you're coming from. I just, I feel like this doesn't really hurt anything, because, like, this, I almost see this as, like, separate from Disney. Like, it's not really affecting anyone. Like, if you want to live there, by all means, go live there. If not, you don't have to go. Um, I think it's a, it's cool. I, I'd be interested in visiting or at least seeing how it looks and what it looks like, because um, I'm a little curious, or I'm a little confused on what it actually will be. Um, but the funny, th- funny thing I took out of that was that at one point, it said they were going to do a 55-over community. <laughs> I'm like, how is that going to work? It just seems like the wrong target group. But Nick, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think there's a lot to unfold here. But if you're if you're familiar with the Orlando area, there's a community called the Golden Oaks. That is, I don't know if it's on Disney property, but it's very close to Disney property that has affiliation with Disney. Um, it's a pretty elite neighborhood. There's million dollar homes in there. I think the cheapest home probably sells now at this market for maybe four to six million, something like that. Um, so it's not like this is something brand new. And obviously, with Nolan alluding to Epcot uh, being the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, and if you go on the People Mover in Magic Kingdom, there's a model of what Walt's vision was for Epcot. Um, the reason why I'm a kind of against this idea is because it's a little too much Disney. I think it's a big propaganda thing. I think there it starts with this, and it's. I think it's going to be successful. I don't know how this could be a flop. You're having Imagineers work with third-party architectural firms and engineering firms to basically create the, some of the coolest homes that you're going to get. Obviously, everything's going to be super technologically advanced. Your home is probably going to swallow you up at night and kill you and take over the <laughs> world. 
So, um, Kyle, you made an interesting point, though, which I think could be a detriment to this thing. You said you'd like to visit it. Um, the, uh, this thing could become a tourist attraction, which it shouldn't be because this is like a private residence for people. Um, I'd be pretty pissed off if some random family was trying to see what this neighborhood was about. And I'm assuming it's going to be gated. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, but I see this on the cool side of, oh, man, I live on, you know, a Disney property. I'm assuming there's going to be some perks with the parks. I don't know why there wouldn't be. Um, there's going to be little hints, hidden Mickey, such things throughout the architecture and whatnot. Um, but the biggest negative is I just think Disney's trying to make sure you can't escape their little bubble, sort of like what Facebook is doing with the metaverse. Uh, not super with that whole thing, but I mean, it's just now announced it's going to take a while for this whole thing to be done. So we'll see what happens when it's done. But it certainly is interesting. And when Nolan sent that text, I was kind of just with his reaction to it, I was kind of taken aback by it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've seen the Golden Oaks, you know how cool those homes are. If you got money fucking go for it and Kyle you made an interesting point about the 55 and older community um I think there is a market for that because you know how many people that I see at Disney that are like an elderly couple and I'm like I really hope that I'm you guys one day those people probably <laughs> love all that shit so um so yeah I mean the future is uh scary that's all I'm gonna say um Nolan also said something relatively recent meaning uh, a couple minutes ago <laughs> about the ticket prices in – is this just Disney World? Yeah. Yes, Disney World. So they have made a, a price hike to the one-day ticket, um, and if you look at these ticket prices, uh, I have no idea how anybody can afford to go to this, these parks. It's just absolutely insane. For a uh, four-day base ticket, it started between 430 and 600 and now it's 447 to 600 so the base price was the hike the top dollar really hasn't moved much but as you go deeper into the uh extended day tickets meaning four days or more um you're seeing about a 30 to 50 dollar hike in ticket prices which is absolutely insane and the amount of money that disney is going to make on that is going to be ridiculous which is one of the reasons why we don't like chapek that much because we see these guys pennywise and pound foolish um so where do you guys stand on these ticket prices? I know they can't stay the same forever, but are you getting more for the higher prices? Um, I, I, I just don't see – because it's, it's one of those things where I feel like it's kind of like when you see it on Netflix or maybe Hulu or one of those services where they kind of spike it by like $2, you know, when it's not mm-hmm. like a huge increase, but like it's still there. You know, and it's like, it kind of just rubs people, especially me, like the wrong way, you know, especially if nothing's being really added when it comes to especially Disney, you know, maybe they're doing it because of like the economy and the supply chain. But I mean, I I doubt they would do that just for the tickets, you know, so I kind of just not the biggest fan of it, especially if they don't have anything that's really relative. That's the reason for it. Yeah, Nolan, you hit it on the head. That was my thought. As soon as Nick said, like, did it, you know, does it add anything? And, like, it doesn't add anything. Like, he's not, you know, like, you're not getting anything more for this. You're just paying more for it. And that's, like, you know, I think your Netflix example is the perfect example where, like, they just keep inching it up, inching it up. And this just also goes to a point that I said last podcast about how I think Chapek just goes with the easy way out of how to, like, increase revenue. Like, yeah, he's increasing profits or whatever. 
but like he's doing it in a you know the the most cheap and easy way possible in raising ticket prices and adding you know um, charges for fast passes. Like we were talking about how Bob Iger would go out and he would buy you know acquire a new company and get a new revenue stream, and that's it. Chappick's not doing that. I think it's very interesting because the if you look at the parks from a, a financial perspective, they're doing better than they've ever done in the last five years, give or take, especially with the whole COVID hit. But if you gave people a survey, okay, you would think people are having fun, they're spending more merchandise, whatever, but I just don't see anybody saying something super positive about paying extra for a lightning lane pass. Yes, they're being used more because people feel like they have to use them because they're not going to waste their vacation spending, you know, hours on end in line for a two-minute ride. So it makes sense that people are using this because they're they're sort of backs are against the wall in that sense. And it's not like you're just not going to go to Disney. You know what I mean? Like, if you're planning to go to Disney, I read an article in the paper the other day. There was a family from Wisconsin that came down to Disney. They spent ten grand to take the family of four. <laughs> and they said they saved up for, I think it was two years, give or take. And they said they were going to wait to save more to be able to come and, and, you know, truly enjoy the trip. But they said they just ended up going hog wild, and they didn't really hold back because they didn't know if they were ever going to come back again now that these price hikes happened. So you're catering to, like Kyle has said this before, no one has said this before, you're catering to the people who are coming down on the one hit, spend it all, and never come back. The repeat customers are the guys that are really going to give you the money, and you're pissing off the Florida residents, which is a huge no-no. So, I mean, you know, we complain about Disney a lot. Universal's going to end up doing the same thing. So um, it's just un- the unfortunate circumstance of where the company stands and the need to make money. So I do get it, but... It's just not friendly for anybody's wallet. But hopefully, if you do go, you have a great time because the place is fucking amazing regardless of how expensive it is, which is very contradictory to what we were just talking about. But anyway, so speaking of Universal, again, Nolan, a.k.a. The Goat, sent Mm. another thing in the chat today that was really interesting. Um, Nolan, do you want to take the helm on this one or do you want me to introduce it? Uh, You can go. Okay, so he basically – this is – Something that even Kyle chimed in on too that he seemed kind of excited about. So I believe let me I'm going to pull up the article real fast so I don't sound stupid. But I believe near the Groove, um, was it, yeah, the Groove nightclub in the back of City Walk near Antijitos, the Mexican restaurant, they are building two, not one, but two escape rooms. The first being themed to uh, Jurassic World, and the second being themed to Back to the Future. Now, there's somebody in this podcast, on this podcast, that I know for a fact is a really big Back to the Future fan. And uh, his name is Kyle, and I'm pretty sure this is the first one that he's going to end up going into. So, Kyle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a lead-in question, and then I'm going to let you take, take it and run. Have you ever okay. done an escape room before? I have not, just because I, <laughs> I hate the thought of being locked in a room, and I know okay. it's, like, it's not real, um, but this seems really cool. So like uh, this I would do because I mean it's it's not like meant to like scare you like this is meant like this one is meant to like kind of like I don't even know how to explain it but just pretty much you know it's about back to the future you're probably going to be using you know back to the future clues to find something maybe like you know trying to find the car or trying to find something else from the movie and I think that's really cool 
Um, and even the Jurassic Park one sounded really cool to me. Um, so, like, I think those are great experiences. And, like, we always talk about how um, CityWalk needs new experiences, and this will be great for them. Nolan, I'm going to give you the same question. Um, yeah, I've been in uh, a couple, and uh, they're, they're pretty fun. You know, um, it's very <laughs> frustrating, you know, sometimes, because uh, sometimes you get stuck in a really awkward spot where like it's right in front of your face um but i'm with kyle you know um i'm a big back to the future fan too really cool franchise and i think it's really cool i remember we talked about them adding um old school rides just to like the parks but just having these elements and just the capacity that they're going to be in is just a really cool addition and uh also brings in money for them and I mean, it's it's really like a a win win for both sides, you know. And like just what they had before with the nightclub, or both of them, or whatever they had over, over there, um, nobody really used them, you know. And it was such like a huge spot. And I think they're utilizing the uh, the space pretty well with these additions. And I mean, even if it's like a subpar, maybe average experience, you know, it's still a really cool addition to CityWalk that they didn't have before. So. I, I'm, I'm with you guys on this. I'm excited. I'm curious to know the price point of this thing. The mm-hmm. only thing I'm a little worried about with this, and I think it could be the detriment of the mini golf course, which I love that mini golf course. It's so uh, don't, yeah, please don't tell me that's leaving. No, 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 absolutely not. I don't think it, I, well, oh God, knock on wood. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's not. But I really hope that this escape room doesn't end up eating itself where you're not going to get a lot of repeat customers because I mean, you have to pay for each time you experience it. Um, Nolan, the ones that you've done, how how much are they by chance? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, uh, honestly, don't remember. Okay, no, that's fine. I was just curious because I've done one, but it's been I was freaking small. I don't really remember them that much. I remember we did one in Boston. That was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I would love to see a animatronic dinosaur. In the, the Jurassic World one, and I would like cool. to see somebody dressed up as Marty McFly to or or Doc Brown to uh, introduce me into the Back to the Future one. So, and if I don't see the uh, DeLorean, I'm gonna be upset. But it does look like a lot of fun. Escape rooms, nobody really dislikes them. Everybody likes a good puzzle every once in a while. So I am certainly looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to a little bit of life added to City Walk because it certainly needs it. Um. So uh, I hate to go back to the Disney and going back to – I don't even know if this is good news, bad news, but it's certainly news. The Purple Dragon, um, he's back for a very, very, very short period of time. Uh, no, this is not Dragon Tales. We're talking about Figment and his version uh, of a popcorn bucket, which people waited five to seven hours. How true is that wait time? I don't know. But they brought it back through mobile order, strictly mobile ordering in Epcot, and they dedicated a whole tent to it, which looked like a uh, cult ceremony or a venue for a wedding, which didn't really make that much sense. So they had all these tables lined up with the popcorn buckets deep into this tent. So you had to walk what felt like over a football field's length to get there when they could have put the tables towards the front of the tent, but that's a whole different ballgame. Um, so they, they have sold out again. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're excited that the figment popcorn bucket is back, well, too bad. You're going to have to go back Wait. onto eBay. They sold out again. I thought they were, they, they sold, they brought in thousands of different ones, right? 
As far as I know, I checked Instagram on the Walt Disney World news, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they're sold out. So um, don't hold me to that, but I'm almost positive that this is true. So the popcorn bucket was $25. The wait time was five hours. How stupid do you feel if you waited for five hours and you could have just gone today or the other day, whatever it was, and just done it on your your phone and gotten it hassle-free? Because it didn't seem like the lines were bad at all. I don't think they were what they anticipated them to be. But here's an interesting thing that I've heard throughout the Disney parks. Mobile ordering has become a new wave, and I think they're trying to cut down on the uh, merchandise shop lines and uh, – quick service restaurant lines, and I don't know how I feel about this because this is going to sound strange, but when you buy something, there's sort of an experience, you know, waiting in line and going to register, and that's a whole whole part of the buying process, and now when you can do it on your phone and it's quick and you can just basically walk out of the store and feel like you're stealing the damn thing, it's it's just not as – it's not what we're used to, I guess, so this is definitely a new thing that they've been pushing. There's a whole – there's a guy that holds up a a sign – that encourages the mobile purchasing thing, which is done through the Disney app. Uh, you can still use your annual pass discount if you have one. Um, so, yeah, mobile ordering is new, and it's here to stay. And uh, Figment. Uh, <laughs> if you want them, you can't get them, that's it. You guys have any thoughts on bringing Figment back for 24 hours or whatever it was? Well, I mean, apparently the report was that it was thousands of Figment buckets that were coming in. So you think they sold out thousands in a couple hours? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. That's unbelievable. I would think so just because of how much demand they had. Yeah, that's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sold out again at Epcot. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And the fact that, like, how also, if you paid hundreds of dollars for it, how would you feel if all of a sudden you hear that there are thousands more coming in? I just think it's a weird-looking popcorn bucket. I don't understand the hype behind it at all. Very strange to me. Anyway, um, continuing with the Disney choo-choo train, uh, we today's the 16th. Tomorrow at Disney, it is optional for fully vaccinated guests, a.k.a. whoever's in the park because nobody gives a shit, to wear a mask indoors uh, on rides and such, the only thing that you're forced to wear a mask on is transportation, so the Skyliner, the buses, so, you know, if you get one of those mini taxi things, whatever. Um, I, I think Kyle's going to have a different opinion here than, than Nolan, but uh, Kyle, I'm going to let you go first on this one. What's your opinion on the release of the mask mandate? I mean, I'm <laughs> obviously, like, I'm not thrilled. I think that I, I get that people want to stop wearing the masks, but I mean, I don't think we're at that point yet. So I think for right now, especially in Florida, I think we should keep the mask mandate, but not up to me. So let me, no, I'm going to give you the same question, but let me ask you this real fast. Is this a deterrent for you to go to Disney? Me? No, Kyle. Oh. I mean, honestly, it's not as much a deterrent because, like, to be honest, it's it's like it's not as safe with the masks even. It's safer, but it's not like if like okay, so let me put it this way, like if I was gonna go, the mask mandate wouldn't make or break my decision. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. 
Alright, so Nolan, I think I know your answer. Do you give a shit or not? Uh, it's, it's about time. I'll keep this short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, like, I don't know. We're at the point, I feel like it's just nobody's really even making a big deal out of it, you know? And you see, like, in big cities like New York and Philly, they're starting to finally just do the same thing. So I feel like we're going back to where we were last spring or summer, whenever that was. So, um, you know, better for them. Uh, it doesn't really change my opinion, you know, like, if they had it or not. I went when they did have it, so. All right, that's fair. Um, Nick, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I do see both sides, so I completely get people who are uh, opposed to this decision. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person of choice, and I do agree with giving the people the option to wear if they want to. The problem is when you give people a choice, they're more than likely not going to pick the safer option, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to this. Um, but I know if I did go with my family, especially with my mom, my mom is, she, she's always wearing hers and inside and whatnot. I would wear it out of the sake of respect to my mom and maybe, you know, out of respect to the people that I was with. If they preferred that I would wear one, I'm not really, I could give a shit if I wear one or not. But if somebody that I'm with cares, I will care too out of respect to them. Um, but yeah, I think, I think like, like Nolan was saying, I do think it's about time. Um, I don't really see numbers spiking like they they used to, um, but hey, if if a spike does happen, Kyle can say I told you so, and when, uh, maybe it will. I hope but, it doesn't because we don't need this anymore. But believe me, like the last thing I want is another spike. So I'm yeah. happy to have this be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I definitely think we're getting towards the end of this thing, and and uh, it's it's a long time coming. So Nolan, uh, you got you got a history portion for us. Uh, yeah. So, um, I kind of want to find something else along with it. Okay. But uh, I'll start with this for now, and then if I find something else, we can roll with that. Okay. Um, but um, a this I'll I'll say this. Yeah, I'll say Disney. A Disney movie released within the last 20 years on today's date, which would be the 16th of February. Um, do you guys have any guesses on what that could be? Wait, sorry, a movie released how how long ago? 20 years. Within within 20 years. Within 20 years. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean it was 20 years ago. It means in 20 within 20 years. February movie. Sixteenth. Black Panther. Yeah, I knew Kyle was gonna get that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get it. <laughs> Let's go. Good job, Kyle. I never would have Thank you. That. I just remember it coming out in February, so I figured I'd try that one first. I never would have gotten that. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it released. What was it? Uh, was it four years ago? I think twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was either 2018 or 2019. Rest in peace, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, I mean, that was, I think, one of the first movies, I think, that was on Disney's record when it came to Marvel, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think it's it's one of the probably, I mean, I'm not the biggest Marvel guy, but 
I'd probably put it like a, a top five, you know. Um, there's a lot of hype going to it, you know. Soundtrack's awesome. Movie's really good. Um, and I'm intrigued because I know they had some rumblings that I'm not sure if they actually had plans. I forget, but with a Black Panther ride in Disneyland, mm-hmm. um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Especially, I think, with what they're trying to do in the next movie, because obviously there's a lot of obstacles you got to go through. But, um. I think it'd be pretty cool. It's kind of like a, a Spider-Man, I think, ride where you could have a lot of capabilities that you could utilize when it comes to it. So, yeah, I'm ashamed to say yeah, I've never seen you... Black Panther. I'm no? sorry, guys. I, I haven't. I, I feel bad. I feel like I need to go <laughs> watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did hear that it was good though. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say top five for me, um, but I do like it. I, I thought that Chadwick Boseman was great. I thought that Michael B. Jordan was a great villain. Um, I mean, it was just a different, like a different thing in the MCU. Like it was a different world, and it was kind of like the first time we saw, you know, not kind of like I mean, obviously, like Guardians of the Galaxy was in space, but besides that, it was the first time we saw it in like a different, really world. Like, you know, that we weren't used to. And I don't know. I think it was just cool. It expanded the universe. That's well said there. I can't talk from a Marvel perspective, but that that's convincing enough for me. Good job, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely see it. It was good. It was worth it. I think it's on Disney Plus, too. All right. Uh, Nolan, do we have another history portion? Uh, yeah. So, and... Let's see what so we'll do February twentieth, which is in four days from now, so it still counts. So um should I go with the I'll go with the year. Screw it. So in actually no, I'm not gonna say the year. But it was before <laughs> it was before the year twenty twelve, a ride was open. open. In Disneyland. Hmm. Before the year 2012. Okay. A ride was open in Disneyland. I mean, we're talking a span of like 40, <laughs> 50 years. <laughs> that I have to work with before 2012. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'll do... Uh, after the year 1985. So between 85 and 2012. Uh, it's nothing like small, like you guys would know what it is. It was, well, okay. Hmm. That's been dead. Um, Disneyland. When did the Indiana Jones ride? It was it Indiana Jones? Man, Nick, what really? We're no <laughs> Holy shit! I asked two questions oh, wow. and the first two answers. Man, this is I'm kind of. I don't yeah. know how we got both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, opened in '95. Oh wow! '95, shit. Yeah, so they opened it. It was a project. Do you guys know which company they um combined with to? make the ride a big company 
Is it a Swiss or German company? Uh, not that I know. Okay, no, then I don't know. I yeah, I don't know either. AT and T. Really? Oh, okay. That's not what I was. I was thinking. About. What? What happened? Did they, they sponsored it, or what? What was that? Uh, I have no details on it. I just it just says. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I guess they were they were partners for I guess thirty five years on in ninety five, and I guess that was like their big thing shindig. So, mm-hmm. and they made it. And I heard obviously Nick knows a lot, but I heard it's supposed to be really awesome, you know and. Um, that's definitely one of the rides. If I do ever get over there, it'd be like one of the first things I I would do. So me too. Agreed. It's got the same folks. If you haven't been on it, which I haven't either, but it has the same ride system as Dinosaur. So if you've been on Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom, <laughs> you sort of know <laughs> what it's like, give or take. Interesting. It's funny. I was gonna guess Star Wars. So that's <laughs> the other George Lucas property. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's pretty cool, you know. They have they had that ride open, and then uh, it, that was after uh the show mm-hmm. open. Didn't the show open first, or am I mixing it up? In Disney World, oh yeah, I I know it's very close. It is very close. Indiana Jones show. Death? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the show was first. 89. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, the show had been 89, and obviously I guess they saw the success from that, and obviously the movies were amazing, so they did that, and um, you know, I think one of those types of rides, definitely the dark rides, you know, um, tickets are, they're, they're really high caliber when it comes to Disney especially, you know, and I mean, Usually when they they do those they usually hit on the head. So hopefully for future references, uh, if they're ever thinking of making new attractions, that's that's definitely the way. So. And we know you, from oh sorry I was gonna say, gonna say we know from Nick's experience last week that the Indiana Jones <laughs> show has been altered for the worse. Yeah, fuck that show, man. I can't believe <laughs> that fucking ball scene. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh gee. All right, you guys got anything else? Uh, if you go to Galaxy's Edge, get a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, you know what I saw that I wanted to bring up? So the I saw that the um that Galaxy or Star not Star Wars Galaxy's but um Disney sent out a um what is it called a survey that about people that are coming to Galaxy's Edge and trying to get some uh, details on why they're going and what they're looking forward to. So, do you guys want to hear a couple of questions? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, let me pull that up. I almost forgot about that. So, they start off basic, and they ask, which of the following best describes why you booked Star Wars uh, Galactic Cruiser? And so, the, the answers range from Star Wars-themed food to I'm a fan to... It's something new to do with the Disney Resort. Um, complete, <laughs> complete immersion in an imaginary world. Experience its first-of-a-kind unique offering. I think Bob Chappick wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, or to live my own Star Wars adventure. So we have that. We have, please 
please indicate your level of certainty around traveling for your upcoming Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. So they're trying to make sure that you are confirmed and committed to actually showing up. Mm. And if you're if you're not committed, why? And it gives you a few different options from like trying to get time off of work, um, oh, looking to see if it fits my schedule, yada yada yada. Um, they did say the YouTube videos suck. Checkbox. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, I do not see that on here. <laughs> but it does say more details about the experience. So I think that when it says like examples, images, video subscriptions, I think that was meant to say like, oh, I want to see more of it. But that could come off as, hey, we saw the images and suck. <laughs> um, then they want they want to know how. What best describes how your Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser voyage fits into your March 2022 trip? Um, and it asks you, like, are you going to Florida just for that? Are you going to Florida for something else and you're stopping by? Are you trying to hit other places plus this? So I guess they're yeah, trying what to What leftover money? The fuck? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't have money to get home, you're not going somewhere else. Um <laughs> But I think I think that one comes off as saying like, "Hey, is this a destination?" I think that's what Disney wants to know. Like, are you going to come, you know, travel solely for that? Um, then they're asking you who you're bringing. Um, they're asking. <laughs> they're asking if you're if you're planning to wear a costume or a theme outfit. <laughs> outfit. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Um, how how is okay? So how active do you plan to be? In the immersive story, do you plan to fully participate, not participate, or watch? If you if fully participate is not the checkbox, <laughs> you just go home. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, or God. participate some was another was the was another answer. You could say sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. Let's see if there are any other good ones. Um, another another question, pretty much asking how. Um, how your trip is planned around it. Like, is this replacing days you would have spent doing other things in Cal in uh, Orlando or Central Florida? Did you increase the number of days you're spending in Orlando because of this? Um, uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Another? Okay. Then it's asking, okay, why? Okay, what best describes the role that Star Wars Galactic Cruiser played in your trip? Uh, planning, and so it's like, is it, it's my primary reason for coming to Orlando. It's one of many reasons. It has little to no influence on why I'm coming to Orlando. Jeepers creep. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see if there's any other good ones. Um, it's asking you for the, so, okay, so for the amount of people that you're traveling with, list the age and gender of everyone in your party. Do they have more than two genders? I well, mean, it's funny you should too. ask because because it it gives you an a um a list or you know like a, a blank to like fill in your answer, but then the one below it says, "Well, what's your gender? Man, woman, other? What is that? Like in 2022, you can't just put man, woman, other. What is that? The real question is, what does it have to do with this whole, whole thing? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're trying to get, like, data on, like, who's going and, you know, like, what is it appealing to adults, men, others? 
<laughs> but okay, so then if you're okay, so here's the worst ones when Nolan, you brought up a good point of what does this have to do with the actual hotel? <laughs> so which mode of transportation do you plan to arrive at the the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser by? Christ. And then it says teleportation. <laughs> well, now I was thinking, I'm like, can, can we get a, a Star Cruiser to come pick us up? <laughs> so, like, okay, which of these answers? Personal rental vehicle, taxi or ride share, dropped off by friends or relatives. Those are the options. Why would <laughs> you have to know if you were dropped off by a friend or relative? Do they, wait, do they have just, like, you drove yourself? Like, car? <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's personal or rental vehicle. Oh, okay. I was going to um, say, if they didn't even have that, like, what? <laughs> And then the other question about that, they said, well, how do you plan to depart from your trip? Oh and it's the same God. answer. Like, what does this have to do with the hotel? It's so irrelevant. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is, this is Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, what kind of data then, are you collecting, Disney? Right, and they Tell also, you, okay, they have two last questions, and they said, um, like, what best describes um, how your Orlando, Florida travel party will experience Star Wars? All of my immediate family um, will come. Only part of my immediate family. I'm the only member of my immediate family that will come. Jesus like, leave, leave then, to me at home. We're going to Disney. Yeah, I mean, come exactly. On, man. And then the last one is, like, also baffling. How many different households will be represented in your immediate traveling party? Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Who cares? They're trying to collect data for Palm Springs, man. I'm telling you. Guess, yeah, that's true. You're probably right, actually. Jesus. Come Star on, Wars man. themed houses. <laughs> yeah. I live in the Death Star. Come on, man. This is ridiculous. Well, wait. Hold on a second. Before we cut this off, how <laughs> close are we to the opening of the Star Cruiser? Oh, that, I, don't I think know. it's next month. I feel like we're quite uh, weak. Pretty sure it's March. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Oh, yeah, wasn't it on my birthday? Oh my God, it is March. Your your birthday is the third, right, Kyle? Second. It's the second. Okay, it opens the first. Oh wow. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah. You got less than two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Well, that that pod episode's gonna be. Nice. <laughs> oh, I, I want to see. Fun. I want to see the images. You know, videos, images from there. I want to hear reactions. That'll be really cool. Over, over, under. Tim Tracker's there in the first yeah. three hours. Mm, <laughs> fuck that guy. He's gonna it's be there. Don't be there. Over under three hours. <laughs> I think he'll be under. He'll be there. He'll be one of the first ones in line. Nick? Um, oh, man. Jeff, I'm going to take your ass. Uh, <laughs> over. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to say over just because <laughs> his, yeah. uh, his transportation service is going to be delayed. And then he's going <laughs> to add to why he's going to be late. <laughs> See, that's why they asked. How are you getting there? <laughs> oh, man. The, the last thing that I do want to pr- proposition, or um, so what do you guys think? So do you think we'll see more or less tweets about how it's similar to Fire Festival? <laughs> they oh. overpaid. There's nothing to eat. The, the accommodations suck. Yeah, this is well, the best I feel like the, the podcast. 
I love yeah. that. I feel <laughs> I feel like the food will be really good just because Disney's really good with that, you know. Yeah. Um, but everything else I think will be. I, I'd be highly surprised if it was mostly positive. Yeah. And I want it to be positive. I don't. I don't want it to fail, but. Just based on what we've seen and, you know, the, the pricing and stuff, it, it's not looking great. Not, not turning their favor. Yeah. No. Uh, Nick, do you want to say anything? Yeah, uh, I'm looking at a picture of Ray holding that retractable lightsaber right now, or Acker's supposed to be Ray. Um, I'm not fairly certain, but she's not even holding Ray's lightsaber. I don't know whose lightsaber this is, but it's certainly not hers. So whoever put that out there should be fired because that's uh, against the <laughs> rules. I'm pretty – is this like fucking Darth Vader's fucking shit? Bro, I'm going to send this in the chat. This is stupid. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, Disney, good luck opening that shit, man. So, like, here's the thing, though. If they had done – like, a really good job and made it, like, really immersive, and maybe they still will. Like, people would show up, and people would show up no matter the price, but <laughs> it doesn't seem from what they've showed so far that they did that. Well, it could just be mismarketing. Maybe this thing is the greatest thing that they've ever seen, and they didn't know how yeah. to market it, which I'm hoping. That would be great. Well, I'm kind of not. I kind of hope it burns. Anyway, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, this kind of opens the way for, like, we've talked about, other properties to do this like you know um harry potter and so on and so on if it's at this price point i'm smoked <laughs> that doesn't even look i'm like chilling that. you're chilling <laughs> hell no you ain't chilling in that hotel <laughs> i've seen my way in well the question is how are you going to get there disney wants to know Personal vehicle, man. All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, gents. All right. So is that it? I think so. That's it. All right, dope. As always, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.